Hey there, Mama Bear. Welcome back to the Beginner Mom Boss Podcast. Today, we're talking about what to sell on your store. Now, before we start, I just want to remind you guys that I have a whole library of courses available now on my website. So if you go over to julianabarbati.com slash work with me, you're going to see the beginner Etsy boss, which is going to teach you how to take your idea for a product and run with it and go from idea to launch. I have the SEO course, which we talk about SEO, copy and messaging. And again, if you have been going um, at it on Etsy, but you're not seeing the results, girl, your SEO is not on point. Your messaging is not on point. Your copy is not on point. You can have the best product in the world, but if you don't have um, SEO, like if your SEO is not on point, then people are never going to find you. So you need to have your SEO taken care of. So I have that course. Photos, girlfriend, can we talk about photos for a second? If your photos are all like the same, except for you just change angles. So you have 10 pictures and it's like the same thing, but 10 different angles. Girl, uh, 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 we're not here for that. So I have a course for that too. And finally, if you need help marketing your, your store, your Amazon store, your Etsy shop or your Shopify, and you just don't know how to, and you heard me talk about Pinterest, but maybe you've tried Pinterest, but it didn't work, or you have no idea where to start, I have a Pinterest course for you guys as well. So everything is there, super affordable, you guys. Like I wanna make it so easy for you to start your business or launch or grow your business. I wanna make it very simple for you because I didn't have these resources back when I started. I mean, there were resources, they were just super expensive and, you know, as a mom, a stay-at-home mom with two kids, that was just never going to happen, right? So I made a promise to myself that if I ever launched a course, they would be actually affordable. So head over to julianabarbati.com slash work with me to see all that I have to offer you. Now, let's talk strategy for product research. Guys, my strategies, I keep it super simple. I have to say that uh, when I started selling on Amazon back in 2018, we used, you know, the stereotypical um, software. I think back then we were using Jungle Scout. But I think the problem with that nowadays is that, um, guys, everybody's using a software to find a product to sell, which means that the same parameters that you're using is the parameters that everybody else is using, you know? So I'm not a fan of... Uh, the softwares because again the same things that you're finding are the people that you know other people are finding as well so I don't really like to recommend that um, we have since stopped doing that when I started on Etsy um, I didn't do any uh, any uh, product software or anything like that it was just something that I knew my person was looking for so I'm going to walk through the steps of what it takes for you to actually come up with a product to sell. So number one, I think it needs to be something uh, that you have understanding of, right? Because if you're not a mom, but you're trying to sell, say, a stroller, but you don't have, you don't have kids, you're not a mom, well, should you really be making a stroller? No, you shouldn't because you, it needs to be something that you understand. It needs to be an area of your life that you actually understand something that you actually master. Now, here people get caught up because we tend to give ourselves way less credit for for things than they deserve, right? Like usually we give ourselves no credit, but think about 
the life you've lived, experienced, you've experienced uh, the, the the skills that you have, the things you're passionate about, and put those things to the test. Uh, you know, th- there's so many things around us that are being done wrong. Uh, so many things around us that could be improved just slightly, and we know those things, uh, yet we don't uh, practice them, right? So I digress, but let's talk about you know what. The, the things that we know that we're passionate about, things that we understand, we know we're not trying to, I don't know, build rockets to go to Mars because if you don't understand it, then leave it up to Elon Musk to do it. You know what I'm saying? So focus on stuff that you actually have an understanding of, something that is your area of expertise, even if you don't think you're an expert in the area because I guarantee you, you are. Two, what are the things in your life right now that could be improved just slightly and that would make a world of difference. Um, What is something that you're buying that is just ugly, that if they had a different design, you'd make, again, a whole world of a difference. Guys, this is it. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here. It's just a matter of you finding those, those little holes that are everywhere, right? Like, say a water bottle that's not... Okay, here we go. Here's an idea. If you're looking for an idea, you guys... Guys, a water bottle for kids that is made out of stainless steel and like a sports bottle. So it has like the sports uh, uh, spout, whatever, but that's easy to clean. I have one right now. Uh, I have it for the entire family. It's the same brand and I forget what the brand is, but it's like not a cheap one either. You know, it's like one of those nice brands. Guys, it's so difficult to clean the spout in the water bottle. Like it drives me insane. And if you don't get in there, you just know that there's mold growing in there and and all these nasty things and it's just like yucky. So I'm on the market for a new water bottle. So this is something that, okay, most of us have a water bottle, right? Like if you don't, you should get one because one is better for the planet and you got to be drinking water to keep your body healthy. So you know there's a demand, but the water bottles out there right now, they suck. And I need something better for my kids. I still want... The, the the sports spout so they can just you know pull the, the top and drink they don't have to unscrew anything because my kids are little and I want something that I can clean very very easily obviously something that's not gonna leak right so guys from experience from living life from living the everyday if can you make an improvement to something that's actually gonna make you know a huge difference I was talking to a friend the other day and what I told her was imagine the person who had the idea to just put um, buttons on a headband. So instead of putting a mask up against your ear, because you know that hurts after five minutes, you just put that to a headband. Problem solved, you guys. Like, just think about how simple that was to, to make. It was a simple solution, but it made a whole huge difference, right? So this is how you have to think. What are the things you have there right now in your life? that could be improved and I'm not just talking about in terms of this little feature seen there I'm talking about looks as well because if you sell something or if you if there's something you buy but it just looks ugly there's only there's only this one way that this thing looks and you can improve it then that's your thing right like that's something that you can do it's it's just it's just a simple improvement that you can make uh that can make a world of a difference so instead of you trying to, I don't know, go crazy doing product research and 
you know, thinking about all the different ways that you can do it. Just think about the things in your life right now that can be improved just slightly that you can sell. You know, again, you don't have to invent anything. It doesn't have to be anything groundbreaking. Sometimes it's the things that we have right here in front of us that just need a little bit of tweaking, guys, that can make a world of difference. Let me give you another example. Guys, bras. Can we talk about bras for a second? They suck. 98% of the time, I don't wear a bra. I, even if when I'm outside, I'm walking around, I don't wear a bra. It is what it is. I have boobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it is what it is. I hate wearing a bra. I just, I feel so constrained. But there are times, you guys, where a bra would come in handy. Um, you know, I've, I took pictures like a little while ago and like my boobs, I have one like facing Northwest, the other one is facing South, Southeast. I mean, that's just the reality of a mom who has breastfed two kids, both until they were like three years and three months, you know, I'm a crunchy mom. So, you know, my, my boobs, you know, you guys, let's not even talk about it. But anyway, the point is I hate wearing a bra and when I do, I feel constrained. They, they're terrible. I hate them so much. Um, I can never find one that fits just right. Um, you know, just I just need something that's going to keep the girls looking uniform, you know, looking the same direction. That would be great, but I can't find anything out there. The closest thing that I have that I wear that doesn't drive me absolutely insane is this nursing bra that I have from like ages ago. It's made out of cotton. It it doesn't feel like it's driving me insane. Um, it's loose, but the thing is the straps are thick. So if I wear it with a tank top, you can totally see it. So, you know, that's the downside. So if you have, you know, the time and the energy to just make a few tweaks to a bra because all women wear a bra, right? Even me, I don't, I, I'm a hippie and I braless and frawless most of the time, but there are other times that I have to wear a bra. Well, if you can make a bra that solves my problems, oh my gosh, I am so here for it, you know? So what are the some things, like if I were to spend time and redesign a bra, just make a few tweaks, I would make them cute. I would make them sustainable, so cotton or preferably organic cotton because, you know, like I said, I'm a crunchy hippie mom. Um, it has to be, you know, I don't want everything to be constrained. I don't want it to be like super tough. I don't, I don't want padding. I don't want anything lifted. I just want something that makes the girls look uniform. You know, I don't want, you know, a boob facing Northeast and the other Southwest. You know what I'm saying? Like if I can just contain them a little bit, um, you know, maybe the straps were made out of like lace or something. So again, you guys like just taking the time to make those few tweaks and put it out into the world. It doesn't have to be groundbreaking. You don't have to invent like, I don't know, the next eco-friendly airplane like it's just simple things that you're tweaking that are part of your daily life that can make such a huge difference that is where you're gonna see um results because you know the demand's there right so you but you know also know that it sucks people are just buying it because they kind of have to because they have no option but when you can come in and combine function with looks or function with some improvements then you've got a product. Even the Amazon product that we sell, um, we just made a few tweaks to a product because of course, like I said, we did back then use uh, the software to find a product and we just made some improvements on, you know, th this particular product, uh, pro gosh, product, your girl cannot speak. So 
we made some improvements and they were great. And again, it's just how you differ differentiate yourself from other people is just by making those simple changes that really do make a difference. Just when you're thoughtful about things, it goes really a long way. And maybe you're not even making tweaks to the product itself, but you're making tweaks to say how it's sold. So, of course, you guys always see me saying like the same examples over and over again, but that's because, you know, I'm drawing from my own life and my own experiences. So you guys know that, you know, I'm a little crunchy or well, I'm a lot crunchy. I'm hippie. I'm vegan. I'm eco-friendly. I'm not zero waste, but I really try to limit my waste and things like that. So maybe you're not, you know, selling soaps that are different or anything, but just because just simply the fact that you're selling soaps and the material is wrapped in like uh, eco-friendly material, they're either uh, compostable or it's like wrapped in seed paper or things like that. Those things can make a huge difference, right? Because we all need to buy soap. So why not buy soap that is eco-friendly that you can uh, plant the wrapper, uh, the, the paper, and I don't know, flowers come out of it, you know? So guys, I wouldn't get stuck on the step too much. I really would just think about all the, the little things you have in your life right now that could be improved. Maybe by 1%, 2%. It doesn't have to be this huge improvement. We're, we're really not trying to reinvent how houses are built or anything like that. It's just simple things that you can make that are not going to cost a ton of money, that are simple, that are going to make a huge difference. And trust me, guys, we can sit down and come up with problems for a bunch of different products that we use every single day. Um, what else? Say you are a print-on-demand uh, business. What are your competitors doing that, every, you know, that they're all doing? So is anybody, for example, selling... Uh, a print of demand on a, on organic cotton shirts, you know, so that could be um, a thing that makes it different. Is is it possible that your your print on demand shirts are used are made with um, plant dyes instead of you know the the typical dyes that are used, you know? So again, simple changes, guys, that really make you stand out. What else? Say you sell digital products. What is your competition doing? They're already selling, it's already there, but you can improve upon so that you can get in there and sell something different. And I think it's important here um, to tell you guys that a lot of times uh, people creating the, these products, whether they're manufacturers or whatever, um, they just get stuck on doing the same, same thing again and again and again, and they forget about the innovation part of it all. Guys, I know innovation can sound like such, like such a daunting word, like, oh my gosh, I'm not creative. Who am I to innovate something? And you guys are like thinking huge. You're probably comparing yourself to Elon Musk. And that's not what I'm suggesting here. I'm just suggesting what are some simple tweaks you can make so that this product is amazing. I know that, for example, for me, planners. Guys, I have a thing with planners. I use the example of planners a lot because I'm hoping one day somebody can create the perfect planner. And it's just not my jam to, to do this, right? Because again, you need to create something that lights you up, that is within your zone of genius. And for me, planners is not that. I love using planners, but I'm not going to sit here and you know create one. I've thought about it many times though. But anyway, point is, um, I'm waiting for the day 
that the perfect planner comes by my life that has everything that I need. And I know that for most people, they have a planner they love, but they could be improved upon just a little bit to make it perfect. And it's the same thing with everything, guys. So this is why I am not big on uh, product research and, and doing these things and using the softwares and finding out what to sell. Because I think the thing you should sell is the thing that, you know, is in your zone of genius, is the thing that lights you up, is something that you're passionate about, something that just really is something that you could do again and again and again, and you're familiar with it, and that everybody else is doing one way, but you can do it differently. And that's how you send out. It's really not that hard, you guys. And once you get the hang of it, boom, that's it. The ideas are just going to come flowing to you. Now, of course, once you come up with the idea of what to sell, let's say you come up with like three to five ideas of a product. Of course, you have to validate that idea and you have to move forward with all the steps, right? So you're not just flying with, you know, the first idea that came to your head and you're not even doing any market research or anything like that. You still have to go through all the steps. But I do feel that product research is something that has people just so paralyzed uh, this is how you get past it, mama. You know, you just sit down, shut all the, the noise outside and get serious about all the things that we have been talking about in this podcast episode and don't overcomplicate things. It's a really simple process. And the biggest thing is once you've made a decision, you do your market research, you validate your idea, and then you move forward with it. It's really not that hard, but you have to take steps, right? Because if you don't do anything, then nothing's going to happen. The important thing here is that you take the steps to make this thing happen. And then another way that you can do product research is if you are looking to sell on Etsy, go to Amazon and do product research on Amazon. Go through different, go down different rabbit holes, go down uh, different things that people are selling in different niches and different categories and get your inspiration from there. And vice versa, if you're going to sell on Amazon, go take a look at Etsy and see what's happening on Etsy. See what's hot on Etsy that you can then come over and sell on Amazon. Because a lot of times there is there is like what is hot on Amazon is not, <clears throat> excuse me, hot on Etsy and vice versa. So it's a really good place for you to start. Even if you don't end up um, with the final idea, right? Like you went to Etsy and you found this really amazing product and you want to bring it to Amazon, even if it's not the same exact product, but it's a variation of that product. You know, it, it's something that just sparked your idea. That's really all you need to do the product research. And then I've said this before in another episode, you can always just spend time um, hanging out in Facebook groups you know, but for this, you, you kind of have to have an idea of who is the market that you want to, to serve, right? So if you're a mama and you have a newborn baby and you have these ideas and it's a good idea to go hang out in some uh, groups, you know, some new mom groups, you know, with mamas with young babies or something like that. So they can get in there, you can uh, read what they're saying, read their posting, if you're talking about products, you know, you can get in touch with them and ask questions, you know. So for this to work, you just kind of have to have a general idea of what direction are you going to go? What are you thinking about? And this will also help you validate your idea. So it's kind of like you're doing it two in one, you know. So that's it, mama. Uh, that's my, my method for doing product research, you guys. Sometimes 
uh, things just come to you, ideas just come to you. I have ideas all the time and I, I don't write them down, which I, I should, right? I should start writing them down. So then when you guys ask me, I have something to tell you. But it's just about the ideas and then validating it to make sure that it's a go. And I couldn't finish this episode without saying that, by the way, I know you have walked into Target to get something and you have left with five bags worth of stuff you didn't know existed. I We've all done that, right? So, guys, we can create a demand, okay? You can do content marketing, um, put yourself out there, work with influencers, start up a blog, start up a podcast, start up a YouTube channel, talk about the product and that's it. Like that's how you create a movement. And let me remind you that no matter how saturated a market is, there's always room for somebody who's willing to come in and do something a little bit different, right? Because if you go on Etsy right now, there's a ton of print-on-demand shops and a ton more coming into the market every single day. So it's how you position yourself. It's you doing the homework, understanding who your ideal customer is. And guys, my course is out into the world, so if you want to grab the beginner Etsy boss, the first 10 people to grab that course, you're also going to get a one-on-one session with me as a bonus. And I walk through everything um, in that course. You come in with the product idea you want to sell. I'm going to teach you how to do the market research, how to validate your idea, all the steps, how to launch, how to build your store, how to do SEO, how to take pictures, how to market it. Everything you could possibly need is inside of that course. So if you're a mama who has been sitting on the fence and you just don't know, you have these ideas, uh, they're kind of they're floating around, but you don't know how to bring it all together, girl, this is your answer right here. Go over to julianarabadi.com slash work with me, and then you're going to see all the courses that I'm offering and the beginner Etsy boss is really going to help the mama who's just ready to start. Do you have the idea, uh, but you're not quite sure how everything pieces together or you're just ready. You're just ready to become a business mama, to become a beginner Etsy uh, boss mama, and you're ready to go and turn your dreams into a reality. And guys, let me just tell you that I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be real. This is hard work. This isn't a overnight success scheme that doesn't exist i made this course super affordable because i really want to actually help women and make an impact and yeah the course is there and i really hope that it helps you guys get to a place where you have your financial independence where you know you have this extra stream of income coming in where you finally get your business out into the world because all the fears that have been paralyzing you like, boom, you're so done with them because you understand the life is short and the time for you to get work done, for you to get this thing started is now. You can't wait. So go over to the website, check it out. And mom, I really hope that this episode was helpful to you. The main takeaway here is that you have to stop overthinking. You have to get down, grab a piece of paper, write down all the things you're passionate about, write down the things you're good at. And start seeing what are the commonalities, how can you pair the two together and then go after a product that you love, um, get the ideas, validate the ideas and then go for it, make it happen because you can sit here on the sidelines all day long, but until you take action, nothing's going to happen. Mama, remember you're capable, you're strong, you can do hard things and until next time, may be wrapped in peace, love and kindness and I will catch you in the next episode.
Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could take 30 seconds to leave me a review and then share this episode with a friend. And if today's episode fired you up and you're ready to go deeper and take your online store to the next level, I got you, girl. Head over to julianabrabadi.com for more info on private coaching and courses. And listen, I am so excited for you to go after your dreams. I'm so proud of you. Until next time, you got this, boo.